Here we go. Hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a, another edition of Over the Line. That is right. And man, do I got a lot to bring you this round. I got a lot. Now, what we're going to talk about today is very important. It's very important to the future of our country. It's important to the outcome of the election. And it's something that you need to share with all your friends and family, especially those that really don't like Donald Trump, especially when it comes to his racism and the fact that he's just so overtly racist and demeaning towards people that don't look like him, especially when it comes to his support of white supremacy, his alleged support of white supremacy, because that's that's a big thing in the news right now is how Donald Trump told the, the Proud Boys to stand by and how he thinks the people in Charlottesville were very fine people. The list goes on and on and on of these accusations. So instead of talking about that and defending how Trump is not a, a racist or a supporter of white supremacy or even turns a blind eye to white supremacy, because we could go round and round about that all day, we're going to talk a little bit about his opponent, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who has had a very lengthy career, over 40 years, in U.S. government. And the good thing about that, for you, the voter, is that you have plenty to go on to see who exactly this person is. Now, most people, I say most people, there's a lot of people that have just recently jumped into politics because of how polarizing it is, and everybody's talking about it. The rise of social media helps that a bit. So they've gotten involved, and in, in over the past 10 years, they've just kind of kept up with it a little bit more and a little bit more. So their extent of knowing Joe Biden is knowing that he was the vice president for the first black president in history, which is, in fact, a big deal. There's no doubt about it. It's a big deal to, have, to be the vice president uh, of the first black president and have that on your resume. Anybody would want that. But it's also important to go back and look at Joe Biden's past. With him doing it for so long, what has he stood for in the past? Where has he been? What are, what are some of his most prolific quotes? What are the, some of the things he said on the issues that we concern ourselves with today? Especially when it comes to race. I know for a lot of people, race is... And the views on race and where we go forward on race relations, it's going to dictate a lot of votes. Now, a lot of those people have their mind made up, and that's why it's very important to look at these things and really get to the bottom of who Joe Biden is. So I did a lot of research last night. When I say a lot of research, I mean a lot. Okay, I've got three pages of notes. I got web pages pulled up because I want to show you. This is not stuff I'm just coming up with out of thin air i've got references i can tell you where it's been published and you'd be amazed at some of the people that have have uh, not only published these quotes back when they happened but the links they have gone to to bury them and wipe them from the archives but the quotes live on and that's the amazing thing about the internet when something's on the internet it never dies it gets shared it gets put here and there the next thing you know it's, uh, it's spread like the coronavirus, and you can't get rid of it. And there's no vaccine for a, for a political career. There's not. 
So let's start off with Joe Biden from the 1970s, a young senator from Delaware. He is an up-and-comer, very uh, inspiring figure for a lot of people. They think, man, look at this guy. He's coming in, guns blazing, uh, doing a great job for the American people, really giving hope for the American dream. And that may have been the case, but back then he was really giving hope to the white people of the country. That's right. Joe Biden simply focused on protecting white people and really, as he still does today, demeaning those that are not white, non-white people, we should say, especially African-Americans. We here in Alabama, those of you that watch this show and, and you're in Alabama like I am, you're very familiar with former Governor George Wallace, who to this day is a, a figurehead of racism in politics. He stood at the doors of the University of Alabama to keep African-American uh, uh, students from attending the school during segregation. He was really behind the times as things were changing. And he said, no, 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 you're not coming in here. We all remember that. I don't have to rehash that. Joe Biden, Joe Biden was very fond of George Wallace. And there's several quotes that, that take us to that. One actually coming from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Again, I've got a bunch of notes. So if you hear my pages rattling, you'll know why. But I pulled it up for those on YouTube for you guys to see as well as I go through this. And Joe Biden said, this is October 12th, 1975. He said to the Philadelphia Inquirer, he says, I think the Democrat Party could stand a liberal George Wallace. George Wallace was a Republican. Someone who's not afraid to stand up and offend people. Someone who's not afraid to pander and would say what the American people know in their gut is right. He told uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer that about George Wallace. Now, George Wallace stood up for the rights of white people, as we know. And he continued praising George Wallace throughout his career. There's another quote from Joe Biden. This is also in 1975, and he was talking about the concept of busing. Joe Biden said the concept of busing that we're going to integrate people so they all have the same access and they, they learn to grow up with one another and all the rest is a rejection of the whole movement of black pride, is a rejection of the entire black awareness concept where black is beautiful, black culture should be studied, and the cultural awareness of their own identity. Joe Biden saying... We should not be integrating the schools. We should let black people have their own schools so they can, in fact, study black heritage and black awareness. We need to keep that out of our white schools. He also said here, as you see, the new integration plans being offered are really just quota systems to assure certain numbers of blacks, Chicanos, or whatever in each school. That, to me is the most racist concept you can come up with. What it says is, in order for your child with curly black hair, brown eyes, and dark skin to be able to learn anything, he needs to sit next to my blonde-haired, blue-eyed son. That's racist. 
who the hell do we think we are that the only way a black man or woman can learn is if they rub shoulders with a black child? Joe Biden, 1975. More integration talk from presidential candidate Joe Biden. In 1977, he told this to the New York Times. Non-orderly racial integration policies would cause my children to grow up in a racial jungle. Unless we do something about this, my children are going to grow up in a jungle. The jungle being a racial jungle with tensions being built so high that it's going to explode at some point. Joe Biden did not want his children growing up in said racist jungle as uh, that would put his blonde-haired, blue-eyed children in a bad situation. He also said, this is, and I'm giving you exact dates, and you, you are more than welcome to go look these up yourself because they're all over the place. You can easily find them, especially with the references I give you. I never want you to take me on my word. If you ever question what I say, I highly encourage you to go research it. June the 30th, 1977. In letters that Joe Biden wrote to a man named James Eastland. James Eastland was a former senator from the state of Mississippi. Extremely racist senator that opposed integration. He was, he was, he was, the, he was the George Wallace of Mississippi. We could say that. He was like many senators in the Senate at that time. Extremely racist. Here's what he said in his letter to James Eastland. He said, I want you to know, I very much appreciate your help during this week's committee hearing and attempting to bring my anti-busing legislation to a vote. Joe Biden, again, reinforcing his desire to keep integration from happening within America's public schools. James Easton, Eastland was a, an actual plantation owner who believed blacks were an inferior race and forcefully fought desegregation throughout his career as a Democrat lawmaker in Mississippi. Joe Biden appreciates that guy. In 1987, Joe Biden, who is doing a tour throughout his um, to the throughout the South to uh, 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 try to well, it wasn't failed at the time, but he's doing a tour throughout his his uh, through the South for his Senate bid and I guess upcoming presidential bid at some point. He was talking to an audience in Alabama about George Wallace again and bragged about how he had received an award from George Wallace in 1973. He said Wallace praised him for being one of the outstanding young politicians of America. Being very proud of that statement from George Wallace. In 1988, on the floor of the U.S. Senate, Biden praises a guy by the name of John Stennis. John Stennis, another racist segregationist from the state of Mississippi. Stennis also opposed the Brown versus Board of Education with something he called the Southern Manifesto. 
You remember Brown versus Board of Education, integrating the schools, a very famous Supreme Court uh, case that allowed us to bring it into segregation. Stennis was very proud of the Southern Manifesto they used against Brown versus Board of Education. It was no, the, the 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 Southern Manifesto was was just basically a racist manifesto most Southern Democrats had signed off on in order to fight this. Biden talking about Stennis, talking about how much how good of friends he was with Stennis, even bragged about how he was gifted the table that the Southern Manifesto was signed on. Stennis actually gave him the table that the Democrats signed the Southern Manifesto on. All Joe Biden quotes, all stuff you can go look up yourself. Even in 2017, because I'm not just pulling stuff from the 1970s, 1980s. In 2017, Joe Biden said, I've been around for so long. I worked with James Eastland. Even in the days when I got there, the Democrat Party still had seven or eight old-fashioned Democrat segregationists. You'd get up, you'd argue like the devil with them, then you'd go down and have lunch or dinner together. The political system worked. We were divided on issues, but the political system worked. So there Joe Biden is in 2017 trying to paint this rosy picture that he fought against segregation. But at the same time, admitting he was buddies with these people because they would fight on the Senate floor, but afterwards they'd go have lunch and dinner together. Because Joe Biden, in fact, was friends with these people and worked with them on segregation on numerous occasions. Even in 2019... Joe Biden's bragging about working with Eastland and another guy by the name of Herman Talmadge. This is a segregationist lawmaker from Georgia. He joked about how Eastland never called him boy. The term boy, which was, as you know, a derogatory term used against black men in the 70s. That was in 2019. And yet here we are today in 2020. And Joe Biden is still using racist and offensive language towards African Americans. These are things everyone should know about. If race is that important to you, if race relations are that important to you, when you are picking the leader of the free world, why would you not want to know this? Forget the mental decline. Let's talk about the racism. Joe Biden's career is absolutely riddled with it. Now, we obviously can go down the route of mental decline because there's plenty of that as well. I just came across one tweet in particular where Joe Biden was speaking in Tampa and he's speaking on a plethora of issues, but not only did he make a lot of stumbles and bumbles, but he even talked about how he was able to stay quarantined 
because there was a black lady stocking the shelves at the grocery stores. And so that's the hard part, getting the majority leaders in a spot that he can't, I'm talking too much, is you provide the kind of help that knows, teach people how to know how to know. They may not know because if you could take care, if you were a quartermaster, you can sure and help take care of running a, you know, department store uh, thing, you know, we're in the second floor of the ladies department, or whatever, you know what I mean? And so one of the things that, and, and by the way, this whole notion of, uh, of dealing with the idea that, you know, look, but explicitly would is the more helpful by the way you know they may say they want to go and i don't know do whatever but it may not be their skill that they acquired in the military may not in any way enhance that piece am i making sense you got to ask me some easy questions here <laughs> i mean it requires you know that that you know that old overused phrase you know it take it takes a village to raise somebody what we did when we were dealing with the mental health issues, uh, um, Elliot, is that we said it was the same as it had to be treated with parity with every other health problem, but PTSD and, and traumatic brain issues uh, uh, compounded the issue, and the VA is best equipped to help navigate this. As I said, you know, it's a... Uh, and geez, the reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. And, and, uh, where is that, you know, people are figuring out that uh, um, is a seven, is a, the, the, what, whether you have a mental problem, disease, Oh, jeez. Jeez. Oh, That's bad. The mental decline is bad, and the reason that it gets focused on is because it's so obvious. It's something that we all can see on a daily basis. But it is not the most important thing that needs to be focused on. Those that cram racial sensitivity and racial sensitivity training in the workplace down your throat. Tell them this is Joe Biden. Show them this video. Tell them they don't have to vote for Trump, but if they vote for this guy, this is what they're voting for. They're voting for a guy that supported segregation, racism, and one race over another that's it for us i'm out of here remember always joe biden's a racist facebook.com slash over the line show make sure you add us at andrew mcclain who on twitter and all that jazz and until next time see you cool